Hi, I'm Kelsey Harrison, and this is the Get Wild Podcast, where each episode we dig into ways to reclaim your most wild and authentic self. Welcome to the Get Wild Podcast. I am here today with a good friend of mine. She's been on before, uh, Megan Wing. I actually Hello. don't have <laughs> I don't have like a bio in front of me, but basically she's an awesome business career coach, which sounds like she is having going through a transition again. Um, and I'm excited to hear about that. But yeah, Megan, why don't you go ahead and just do a little intro on yourself and give a little background. Awesome. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so, so much for having me on, Kelsey. I um, So I am a career coach. I help people who really want to enjoy their careers, and they know that they need that next little help, that next little step just to help them keep up-leveling in their career and eventually in their life. Because I feel like if you can learn how to love your job, then you can absolutely love your life. And it just creates this awesome ripple effect. And that's kind of my mission. I love it. And so what uh, you had just started to tell me before we started. (laughs) So what's this, like, what are you transitioning your business into? Transitioning, yeah. So I, I, it's funny because, so I, first off, for those of you that don't know me, hello, I used to teach an elementary school. So I taught first grade for six years. And the last half of the COVID school year, which we were in, um, they had me transition halfway through the school year to teach kindergarten. So it was a wild year. And I really felt like I learned how to love teaching the year prior before everything kind of went crazy with COVID through coaching. And I was thinking, okay, like I feel this calling just to help people through life coaching. And I had been coached from our mutual friend who's also been on the podcast, Jackie Murphy. I always want to say Jackie Skinner, (laughs) (laughs) but I've been with her for three years and I felt like I just really felt like my life did a 180 and I wanted to help other people do the same. So started general life coaching throughout the COVID school year from 2020 to 2021. Yeah. That school year. And then I felt like I really wanted to make this business something that was something that people could see and be like, oh my gosh, like not only am I going to get like general life help, but it's going to be something that's really going to help me grow. So I thought about how I'd been helped with coaching and I'd been helped through my relationship struggles, which there were many and there was like lots of things like that. And I was like, maybe I should be a relationship coach. But then I got dinner with some of my friends and they were like, yeah, I hate my job. And they were all brilliant, like physicians, assistants, they were physical therapists, occupational therapists, lawyers, like, I mean, like brilliant people who I know and love and think are just amazing. And I was like, I don't want you to hate your career and go 30 years doing something you hate versus something that you're passionate about. So for a little bit, my business essentially like for this past like month, I was like, maybe I'll help people transition their career, like change like what I did from teaching to coaching full time. But then I was like, no, I kind of just want to help anyone who feels like they want to really enjoy their career that I want to help them enjoy their career. So this is literally like a bit of change since last Thursday. I feel like I got some clarity on it. And I was like, yes, my calling, what I'm supposed to be doing right now is just helping people enjoy their career. 
So yeah. So, so not switching careers, but loving where they are. Exactly. Which might mean that they transition career, but more so focusing on like how to just love your job and really feel like you're making a meaningful impact. So I transitioned from transitioning. (laughs) I remember you said, and you might've, I think you were talking to Justin, who's one of your, one of your clients, one of my good friends that I reference on here a lot. Um, But that he needed to love where he was before he left it or something like that. Love it before you leave it. Yeah. Can you talk about that like statement a little bit and develop it a little more? Of course. So I feel like what happens with lots of people is they are looking, they feel like uncomfortable in their job, whether it be they feel just bad, like they don't like their job. And what happens is they try and change external things to solve for the internal struggle within themselves. So to elaborate a little bit more on that is like, I see a lot of people that like, are like, yeah, I just don't feel happy. I don't feel fulfilled. So the solution is to change. So it's like, I'm going to either move cities, move jobs, get a dog, maybe get married. Like, you know, it's like you see people making all those changes to try and solve for the internal conflict within themselves. What I try and do is show you that no matter, like your brain's going to follow you wherever you go. So a lot of people, they make all these changes and they're like, I still don't feel better. So I've got to change more things. I've got to change more. And like in the coaching world, we call them circumstances. So things that are external around you in order to solve for the internal feeling. What coaching does is I show you, okay, like, why don't you like these things? Let's get clear on it. Let's solve for them now before you make a change, because those changes will follow you or that, that mindset will follow you and serve you wherever you go. For instance, like if someone is struggling and they feel like they're not respected in their job, they look for respect elsewhere versus what I teach you to do is how to generate the feeling of respect for yourself. And then you can make a move if you want. That makes sense. I mean, it, it's like when people are like running away from a problem, like it's just (laughs) going to follow you. You have to fix whatever is happening and then you can fix the external afterwards. Precisely. And I just don't think that's the way that our society thinks. So shout out to Online Coach Accelerated. It's been like awesome. I've been loving working with this um, program. But the person who leads that program, Rachel Bell, she has this philosophy, which I think is just so different than what our society thinks. So I think the way our society thinks is you have to do a lot of things. You have to go get the external things in order to be successful, like in order to feel that feeling of success. It's like, honestly, like you have to be or do things to have the success and then you'll feel successful. For instance, like I have to do a lot of work to get the promotion at my job and then I'll feel successful. What coaching does is it flips that on its freaking head. And my thought is you have to be someone who is successful in order to do the right kind of things in order to have the success. So it's like, instead of like thinking about doing lots of things to get the promotion and be successful, I think that your mindset should be like, I'm going to become the kind of person who is inevitable of being successful in my job. And I'm going to, then I'll do the right things. So instead of maybe working on like 
small tasks, I'm going to think about, okay, what does my boss really want me to do? Why is he wanting me to do this? And then you'll eventually have what you're looking for. Yeah. So do you feel as though that aligns with the fake it until you make it? Because I know that there's, Mm. I feel like I've heard a lot of discussion of like, fake it till you make it. And then also like, but don't fake it till you make it because then you're just faking it, right? So it's like, what's your thought on that? I think it's a little bit of both, actually. So I think that things that kind of plague what I've, what I feel like I plagued me and the working world and plague my clients and plague our society in general are things like imposter syndrome, this feeling of being inadequate, like, or like compare and despair. And I think that thinking about not faking it till you make it would mean that you've solved the imposter syndrome. You feel great. And then you go out and then you're able to succeed and accomplish whatever you're seeking. However, what I've been learning is that I think a little bit of imposter syndrome is supposed to be there. I think a little bit of compare and despair is, can be there and it's okay, but you also have that authentic, real version of you. You're kind of like highest self that knows like, Hey, like it's okay that this, like a feeling of inadequacy is there and I'm going to go and do this anyways. So it's a little bit of both. And I wouldn't say that's faking it till you make it. I would say that's being aware of the human brain and that like, there's never such thing as like feeling perfect or completely confident. So there is part of that where like, yeah, you're going to feel a little self-conscious and still go anyways. And that's okay. Yeah. I just experienced this in my own business firsthand because <sighs> okay. uh, there was a, there's another woman, she's incredible. Um, and she had a retreat for sale and it sold out in like a day. Mm. And I was like, wow, like I haven't done that. And I like got really hard on myself, right? It was comparison. Mm-hmm. I was like sitting on my couch crying, texting my good friend Jamesy and about it. Like, I was like, I'm gonna let myself feel this. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing for my business. Mm-hmm. And the following week, I sold out my Peru retreat in six hours. And so it was like, <laughs> I was all upset, right? Because I was comparing myself, which also congrats. Like, thanks. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome. I was in the car driving across the country too. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And so, yeah. So like once the first spot sold and I posted on social media that morning, it sold out in six hours. And I was like, oh my God, like, I just did the same thing I was crying about someone else doing last week. Mm -hmm. Even though I knew like we are two different people, our retreats are extremely different. And like, there's a, I'm like, I know all the things. I know there's enough people. I know that we have different markets. Like I know all these things and I'm still beating myself up, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep moving forward regardless and take this, do the plan that I had for my business and not, not change it or feel rushed because that of of her business you know and I think that's where it's like it's easy to get in the comparison mode and to change your strategy Mm -hmm. because of what someone else is doing and that's where you get messy rather than just sticking on your path and in your lane regardless of what someone else is doing but allowing yourself to feel those feelings yeah and I think that actually comes back to so what I'm hearing you say is like you felt like allowing the comparison and 
you allowed that to be there and then went forward anyways. And I think that's what a lot of people aren't aware of. It's like, oh, no, I want to do a job that like feels perfect, totally aligned. No doubt this would be great. And I think that would be great. And I think that you can eventually get there. However, I do think a little bit of doubt, a little bit of uncertainty is kind of supposed to be there too. It's just whether you choose to do actions from that place. And I think allowing a little bit of dissonance to be there, which is a true skill to develop because I think that like a lot of us want to just feel good. And like, it's, it's not necessarily like that instant gratification, but it's like, if you can allow what um I was actually just talking with Jackie about is like, okay, allowing that like 15 minutes of like freak out to be there. She told me this like a couple of weeks ago. She was like, yeah, you're going to feel really uncomfortable. Allow yourself to feel really uncomfortable anyways. Then access that version of you. That's like, I've got this. I know there are people out there that need help and then do actions from that place. You don't need to switch everything in order to feel better. You know, you can just feel uncomfortable and do things anyways, but just access that better, higher version of you in that time. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, I mean, like you said, the doubt and the insecurity and even like the failures, they all have to be there because whatever your path is like it's not it is supposed to be like easy to an extent but it's also not because I think that when the doubt the insecurities the questioning and you know the tears whatever it is shows up like it's easier to quit and so Mm -hmm. when you choose to stay on it that's like showing and telling the universe over and over again like this is what I want this is what I want and reaffirming that in a way that is more powerful than if it was all easy breezy and you just flew through it because I mean anything worthwhile having it's going to be challenging and hard and there's going to be moments that that you aren't proud of and that aren't pretty yeah but I think you know what is interesting like especially like for anyone who's listening to this you are probably a badass. You are probably a powerhouse in whatever you're doing. And you just want to keep growing. You want to keep getting better always. And that's why you're listening to something like the Get Wild podcast. So it's like, if you can remember all the amazing things that got you there, remember and find all the evidence, like, oh my God, I've overcome so much. Like for you, Kelsey, like you have done a lifetime of work in a quarter of life. Like, I mean, like, I mean, it's just truly like so inspiring and like remembering where you came from to keep you going, I think is something that always keeps me like, oh my God, remember where I was like even a month ago. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like, it's just going to keep getting better. It always is. And I, I think like having that mentality, like, especially through the hard times, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I have these struggles because it's like. I like it's I've I've up leveled my life in a way that like I'm now like up leveling my struggles too. So yeah, it's gonna be hard, but I can totally like I'm meant to have these challenges because I know I'm on this journey. If that makes sense, that was very woo, but like no, it absolutely makes sense. Okay, um, I mean it's it is the challenges show us like allow us to have that evidence of what what we can overcome and what we can get through to get to where we want to be later on when we look back and you so you have been going through so many transitions (laughs) transitions. 
That's probably going to be the title of the, the podcast. But um, yes. oh, be fun. <laughs> and you transitioned from teaching full time to coaching full time. Yes. And so what does that look like? What showed up for you? And how has that journey been? Because that's been pretty recent. Yes. So this is like, I think my seventh week coaching or maybe just my sixth. It's my sixth or seventh week coaching full time. So very new. But oh, my God, like. Kelsey, I know that you know me and I'm a pretty like joyful person, like in general. And there have definitely been like struggles for sure within these past six weeks, like so many struggles. However, I've never in my entire life. And I don't know if this is what you're even asking, but I just want to like say like this to the world. It's like, I've never felt like what I'm doing is so right nothing in my, like, it just, I've never felt so quote unquote, like aligned. And I know it sounds cheesy to some people, but like, have you ever like done something and you're like, oh my God, this is, it's just so clear that this is the right path. And like, things have been definitely have been hard going through, like trying to launch and like transition to living in Winston-Salem. Like I, I literally moved along with moving jobs. I'm moving and like creating a new like friend group here, but it's like, not everything feels like it's all working for something. And I feel like instead of like, whereas in the past, I felt like I was just like, kind of like chugging along kind of like, it was like, oh, okay, like this is hard, but I can make it. This is hard, but I can make it. Now it's like, I know why this is hard. It's for me to grow. And everything just feels so good. Even the like shitty parts feel good when it is fun. It's like, oh my gosh, like this didn't work out at all. Like let's try and change it. Like, oh my gosh, I need to like fix, like figure out this way to like market things or sell things again coming from, and actually, I don't know if you knew this, but before teaching, I was pre-med. So I had this like idea, like like, I don't know anything about business. Like, this is all new to me. But instead of it being like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything. It's going to be really hard. It's like, I can't wait to learn about this. And it, like, I just feel like, I literally, like, I've never woke up in the morning and feel so excited just to get started. I'm like, oh my God, I get to coach people. Like, this is my job today. I'm like, pinch me. And like, there is definitely like hard moments, but I'm like, And I feel like during the day, I'm just like, so like lit up, like, just like my soul feels like, and this is again, so cheesy, don't know how else to describe it. But like, I feel like my soul is just on fucking fire. And then I feel like when I leave, like at the end of the day, I just feel so, so satisfied. I'm like, yes, I left it all on the table. Like, this is so good, you know? Yeah. And it, from social media, what, and, um, just like I think we talked super briefly recently, but it sounds like you've also been learning a lot about yourself oh through God, this yes. um, time. And there was something about how I don't know if it was a client or someone said to you that they didn't feel as though you were like authentically yourself on on your social media. So you yeah, it was making- Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I just wanted uh, for you to chat about that real quick and like what that realization was of like, oh, I'm I'm this coach, but I apparently am not putting myself out there in in my realist form and how you've been changing that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. so it was really interesting. And I think you told me or maybe it wasn't you. It was like another one of my friends like 
they were like, oh, I didn't, or um, I think it was Berna actually. She was like, I didn't know that you cursed or like that you drank. I'm like, yeah. what? Like that is so who I am. And I realized that I was trying to seem like, but I think a lot of like messaging is like, oh, like make sure you're very professional, especially like as a teacher, I knew I couldn't curse like on my stories and things like that. Cause I had parents and things that were following me that like, again, there is a sort of like, where teachers are quote unquote held to a higher standard. Like we could get fired if we like say things like that on social media. So I did have to censor myself in that regard, but I realized I was also censoring myself in the way that I like, I didn't feel like people, this is interesting. I really like felt like people wouldn't trust me if I was me. Like, it's like, so I had to like show up as like coach Megan, which came up as teacher Megan. It was like, yeah, there were parts of me that were authentic, but like teacher Megan was very like prim and popper, like essentially like a Disney princess, like, you know, just like very bubbly, just like always like smiling and things like that, which are true to me. A lot of that is true to me, but it was a character. It wasn't my true self. Then I realized I was doing the exact same thing with coaching. I became quote unquote coach Megan, who again said all the right things that like knew all the answers was very like almost like textbook like in the way that I wrote things (laughs) like it was very much like and I was trying to just embody other people because I felt like they were doing it right versus knowing in the most true sense like who I am as a person who curses, gets things wrong some of the time, but also has this like genuine desire to help and love other people and show up to serve. That is also exactly what people need that I in myself as my true authentic self could be what people need. And that's what I want to show other people too, is like, you don't have to keep hiding who you are is exactly what people need right now. People need to hear the true version of you that is unfiltered, is uncensored, and is genuine because there's so much beauty to that. And like about like the way that I've transitioned now is like, I feel like I'm just showing up and just being me. Like I'm just like as true as I possibly can be in that moment and just trying to help people with what they, I, I'm like, okay, I feel like someone could use a little help with this. Let me just like show them something that might help versus like being like, I have to be like, have all the answers. It's just, yeah. Big shift in that regard. I think it was interesting how you said you were trying to be all these other people who you thought or who it appeared that they were doing it right. Of course. And, right. And that's, that's what we do in so many areas of our lives where we try and fit into these molds and these forms that we think are going to get us to where we want to be rather than you know trusting our own path and trusting our own instincts to get us to the same place or somewhere different that we didn't even expect in the first place but is right for us (laughs) yes um and it kind of reminds me of which is similar but different but this quote that I read that was just like you might be the full package and more but have the wrong address and good yeah and I was just thinking about it in the sense of just like so often people are like looking at themselves as though there's something wrong with them Mm -hmm. or there's something that they need to fix and the reality is 
oftentimes I think we are reaching for the wrong goals or going about it the wrong way, you know, rather than, I don't know. I just thought it was super interesting and it's like sort of similar, but also different at the same time. Um, Well, and I think it's like to that point of like thinking about like, you're the perfect package. It's just the wrong address. Thinking about how the, the, again, you were saying like the goals and things like that. It's like, they were different. And I feel like a lot of times, like if you feel like you're not being authentic to who you are, I would say that like a lot of the population feels that way. Like going back to the imposter syndrome that we were talking about before, it's like, we all have those moments, but if you can just like, and again, I don't think this has to be something that is a huge momentous, like shift in transition. You can have tiny transitions, tiny little tweaks to who you are and who you're becoming. And it will get you where you need to go. So for instance, like the people who I was trying to emulate, the people who I was trying to be were like the leaders of the life coach school who have experienced like years of practice and like success. And it was like, oh my gosh, like I have to be just like them. But realizing that they also had a beginning of their journey as well. So thinking about like, it's not about like how you can make giant shifts today, like how you can like, oh, be like, oh, I'm just trying to switch my career. But it's like one of the things I've been playing around with is like, how can you enjoy your life a little bit more? What are things that you can do that are like little tweaks in your day to make sure you get just like one moment of enjoyment every single day? Whether it's when you're working, maybe you put on your like music that you actually like enjoy and listen to that no one knows that you like and listen to, but you just put it on a little bit. Or maybe it's like you drink like my, I love Yogi green tea and I also love Red Bull. It's like, so this morning I'm having a Red Bull and it's like, that's just like one little way I can like enjoy my day a little bit more, you know, just every day, just getting to like the things that you enjoy, because I think that they make you more authentic and genuine and in tune with who you really are. You know, <laughs> Megan on Red Bull is scary. <laughs> You've seen it. I'm pretty sure I had him on the chair. You did. You did, but that's also like non-pregnant Kelsey. Like I love bangs so that's much, and so like, and I haven't had one in forever. And like, but I would always like drink a bang before teaching a yoga sculpt, and people are like, "You're freaking nuts!" And I'm like, "Oh, I love it though. Like it feels so good." <laughs> yes, I, I actually was in. Um, I went to Montana, and I was on the airport. They had cotton candy flavored bang, and I was like, "Who in the world drinks this?" I was like, "There's someone I know that drinks bang," and I was like, "What in the world?" I was like, "It's Kelsey." <laughs> Jamesy and I always share them. Like we would always split one at, like a day because we're like, we don't need a full one. We just need like half. Well, pick me up, you know. Yeah, but I love it. It's like, and it's it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be you. something small that brings you joy. Yeah, like I think that's like the journey. Like we're all on is like, but also like, wouldn't that be awesome if you could enjoy your life just like one percent more today? Like that's yeah. like I think the true purpose of like are all all of us. I think that the things that find we find joy in the things that we truly like love to do. I actually think, okay, this is, can I give a weird philosophy? Like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. People of the podcast, you ready? So I think that we, this is just like something I've been playing around with recently, but like, I think that we all come to this planet as like very moldable souls with, they're like a ball of clay. 
And when we come here, we know exactly what we're meant to do. Like, I think that all of us have a deeper purpose to help the collective consciousness of all of humanity. I think that we all are meant to grow and help the world in some sort of way. But then what happens, and of course there is some nature, like maybe you have a little lack of serotonin, so you have got some ADHD, you know, might be some of that kind of situation. But I feel like deep down, we all have a purpose and it's just to help humanity. So I think what happens is it gets shrouded by nurture. So it could be maybe familial expectations. Maybe it's societal pressure. Maybe it's this mindset issue you got from like social media or media in general that changes or augments the way you see yourself. And you kind of like lose that little purpose that you had when you came to this planet because you're trying to be someone for somebody else. And you're trying to live a life that's meant for somebody else. I think that if you can find things that make you feel true joy, and I'm not saying they need to be things that like, oh my gosh, like meditation brings me so much joy. It's not necessarily things that like people would quote unquote think are joy seeking or filling. Like maybe it's art. Maybe you are a great artist and an art teacher like brought you down. I was talking with a client about that and they were like, maybe I could do graphic design for black owned businesses. And I was like, Oh my God, that's like brilliant. Yes. But it was just like those little, that the things that find you that bring you joy, get you back to your true purpose and get you back to who you're really meant to be in this world. And so if you can find just a little bit of that every single day, you're going to get back to where you're meant to be. I love it. I love that. And like, it's, and it might be like a good cup of coffee, right? It might be super, super simple and not complicated at all. Um, but like little sprinkles of joy throughout our day are so important. And as you know, I just moved back from Colorado yeah, and I'm in Charleston, but I was messaging this woman on Instagram, I know, and she has lived in Colorado her whole life mm-hmm. and like six months ago moved to North Carolina. And so she's now... Um, in North Carolina, I think she's in Raleigh, actually. Oh my and, gosh! Wait, we should connect. <laughs> yeah, because she was going to the core powers there. Awesome. Um, and but she said to me, "Oh my God, I've lived in Colorado my whole life, and I live here now, and I never realized how much positive interactions throughout your day with other people make every day so much better because mm. the South is just." you know, Southern hospitality, everyone's like, so, so polite and kind. And it's true. But it's like, and this is coming from someone who, which I'm not hating on the West Coast at all. But, you know, it's just, it's a different culture out there. And she was like, my days are so much more positive, because people just like smile and talk to me every day. And I'm like, what is this? And it's just like, these small moments of joy, that collectively make everything so much better. Yes. Oh, okay. This like, it's a total different segue, but like in the, to the same point, it's like when you get the external, like little moments of joy, it really helps. But one of the things for me that I think coaching just like totally shifted for me is my biggest fear before coaching was being alone. I hated mm. being alone. In fact, to the point where I would like 
plan out my schedule so meticulously to have a bunch of like things planned every single night. So I was never alone. And if I was alone, I would drink like, and actually when I went on our trip, I was like trying to like kind of break that, um, break that habit of drinking. Cause I was just like, <laughs> I didn't want to be with my own self. Yeah. I was so like, I, my brain was like the least friendly place to be. It, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this is like the negative self-talk that I had for myself was stuff that I would never, ever even think about another human being, like utter about anyone ever. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my God, like you, I, and I don't know if you've seen, this is a, a bit of a tangent or a segue, but like, um, Bo Burnham's like, um, so he does this like special on being inside and I'd never seen any Bo Burnham stuff, but he's like, get up, you useless fuck. It's like one of the lines in his thing. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like my mantra in the morning. Get up, useless fuck. Like you're worthless. Like I just like the worst shit you could ever imagine. And I realize now being like an entrepreneur, like my days are really spent alone and I love it. And this used to be like my biggest fear would be being alone during the day because I made my brain the happy place to go like it my brain is like the people of the south now I'm like good morning Megan I'm like let's go and start the day and I think it's because I really shifted I first off listened to those voices in my head and then was able to change them I'm like holy and that's the thing about coaching I'm like you can do that like you can feel whatever you want to feel like you can change your mindset whatever it is like even the worst most practiced parts of me are now completely different and I love being alone now like who would have thunk it three years ago me would have been like that's a joke like there's no way you know I just love that you said your your mind is your brain is the the hospitality of the south (laughs) no it is I've had to work for a very long time to make it that way but yeah but it's it just shows like I mean we have the power to control how our our minds work and Uh, easier said than done like you said three years ago right that's three years of work it wasn't like you did one coaching session and you fixed it it was time and time again doing the work being in the coaching sessions doing the work outside of it and and monitoring yourself and making those changes and making it so that way they are like lasting they're not just temporary as well and that's like oh my gosh it's so good because I feel like what first off I would do thought work every single day. So it's like essentially directed journaling with like specific prompts. So I would think about, okay, here's where I want to be. Here's my future self. What is limiting me for that now? Like what's one thing that I could like kind of work on that could make that part of me a little bit better. And like just in the month of April alone, I had 121 pages of thought work because I just like wanted to figure out, I'm like, oh, this could help. This could help. This, this could help. But I found that the way I like to think about it now is like my intention with every client, with every coaching session, with every like little bit of thought work that I do is I'm going to get a breakthrough, a breakthrough in my mindset that's going to help me just switch a little bit. And I think that a lot of us are running on old programming. So it's like, okay, maybe when you were 13, like you were ostracized in middle school. So you've got this program going that was like, oh, like I need to be perfect. So I'm never ostracized again. So it's like a lot of us are running on like, for me, that would be 14 year old programming. So it's like trying to like accomplish your life when your mental state is like you're an iPod shuffle and 
you need to be an iPad. The uh, shuffle is working as hard as it can, but it's just different programming that needs to be put in there. So it's like, yeah. And thank you brain for protecting me and creating this perfectionist mindset because it served me until this point. I really appreciate it because like you protected me and you did the best you could, but now I'm safe. I'm good. I'm not going to be ostracized. And even if I do, I'm going to handle it. So I'm going to go ahead and put myself out there and be genuine and authentic and have plans in place for when I I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. It's like, there's that saying about like being like, um, like the peach saying, it's like, you could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and not be the perfect peach for everybody. And just like being like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to be for everybody, but that doesn't mean that I need to go back to my perfectionism, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, it's just, it's true. And it's the peach thing is the same as like, you might be the whole package and you might have the wrong address. It's the same thing. It's just like, you know, it's, and so then it's also about like figuring out your, your new programming and also the right address and, and who wants that peach and all of those things versus beating yourself up about it. Yeah. And like, I could offer like to anyone that's listening to this, think about like where you want to go the best version of you. And just think about like one thing that might be like holding you back again, not a big thing, but like a little thing, like, Hmm, it's like, I am wearing maybe this kind of t- clothing because I feel like it's socially acceptable, but I really hate it. So it's like, maybe I could just like shift like the outfit I'm wearing today or like maybe I'm shifting the way that I'm driving today or like shifting the way that I'm grocery shopping because I'm trying to think about places that people would be when they're listening to this it's like (laughs) it's like whenever you're listening to this think about like one way you can like empower yourself to up level yourself today just one little thing maybe it's finding that joy that can help you just become the best version of you that you can be Yeah. And now is the time when I ask for one little nugget to share. And I'm like, that was a great nugget. But if you have another nugget to share. (laughs) Okay. That was like, that was a good one. Um, Another nugget is, hmm, I feel like who you are in this world is exactly your genuine best version of you or your genuine self as you're showing up right now is exactly where you're meant to be right now. You are in the right place. Of course, there are going to be so many other things that you learn, but remember that you are freaking awesome for even just getting to this point in your life. And think about how amazing your life is and where you're going. Like it's only going to get better from here, friends. So show up and be authentic and never stop growing and never stop striving to be the best version of yourself because that version of you is something that is worth having in this world oh I love that so much yeah um well Megan thank you for your time and uh where can the people listening find you social media I'll link it all but go ahead and uh give a little spiel podcast people hello (laughs) if you want to connect with me and you feel like you yeah it's like if you spend some more joy in your life especially like through your career I would love to chat with you and just for fun I'd be like I think that'd be great um my Instagram is Megan Wing Coaching because it kind of rhymes at Instagram I guess yeah and then my email is also 
meganwingcoaching at gmail.com. Just to keep it really simple. Um, and if you're on the Facebooks, it's Megan and Wing. It's my middle name. And with an E. So yeah. Ooh. I love it. The Facebooks. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan. And as always, it's a joy to talk to you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to see where our futures lie. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Get Wild podcast. Once again, my name is Kelsey. Please feel free to reach out with any feedback or reviews or any input that you have. Also, I would love to have you on a retreat in 2021. You can join me in California, Tulum, or Asheville. Just head to my website at getwildkelsey.com for more information. And I look forward to connecting with you and hopefully seeing you on a future yoga retreat.